Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VTW, void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus rejoice everybody daniel hunter is back on the practice field we're going to talk about that we're going to give a quick training camp recap of everything that we know so far and we're going to wait until wednesday to talk in depth about the safety room but don't you worry we are going to get a lot of safety discussion because Lewis Seen has been doing some things at training camp. Welcome to the Real Forno Show. Welcome to the Real Forno Show. Hosted by Tyler Bornis, the managing editor of USA Today's Vikings Wire. Writer for the College Football Network. Publisher of Substack Run in Shooter. Host of the good, the bad, and the hungry on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network, as well as a founding member of Vikings First and Skull. Apparently, my show started 10 minutes ago. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Real Forno Show. I'm your host, Tyler Fornis, and with me, as always, top right corner, producer Dave. We have some breaking news here, ladies and gentlemen. If you have not seen the alert, the Vikings are hosting guard Dalton Risner, formerly of the New York, sorry, not the New York Broncos, the Denver Broncos. And he is a left guard by trade and he is a pass blocker first. And he is struggled a little bit in zone blocking last year. Honestly surprised he's still available on the market. There must've been some kind of injury concern that I'm not aware of because it, I feel like he should have gotten a contract a little while ago. Um, as I text Judd Zolgad here really quick. Um, because this is breaking news. We're trying to figure it out. And Dave, let's start with this. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great for this Monday, July 31st, 
2023. Tons of news. Training camp was on TV today. I was talking to folks in the chat before the show and asked them if they watched the live presentation from Vikings Entertainment Network about or having the afternoon training camp on TV. There was a lot of stretching and tossing a football around and not real, you know, into it. You didn't see a whole lot of pads popping and things like that, that the good people that are there got to see. But it was fun to see for those of us that can't make it in person. You know, it's a long walk from down here in Austin, but it was good to see. I, I appreciate they do doing it. Hopefully they will do more of it. So I can turn that on in the afternoons as I do my stuff and talk to our writers and everything else that goes on in the Vikings first and skull world. Because for those of you that don't know, everybody on here knows about the Vikings first and skull YouTube page. You're here, right? And most people know that we have a podcast arm where you see like this show the morning after, but you also get the, the offerings that are exclusive. You get me every day with the Vikings daily opener, as well as you get a, at least one exclusive from Justin day. Who's part of the team. And that's a good thing. We also have the written side, which we're onboarding our final writer for now, knock on wood, where you're seeing articles start to come out. And it's over on ffsn.app. And it's under NFL, under Minnesota Vikings. And you will get a whole bunch of writing over there, as well as Tyler and the Vikings Wire, me occasionally over on Daily Norseman. So there's tons of places to go and read. And it's and a lot of it focuses right here on Vikings first and skull. Yes, absolutely. As I continue, um, it looks like uh, breaking news for us, uh, Dave. Judd Zulgat is going to join the program here soon. Um, if you would send him a link, um, he will join, to, and we're going to talk about Risner with him once he jumps on the show. But let's talk about uh, the big elephant in the room. And if you follow my work at vikingswire.usatoday.com, and quite frankly, everywhere throughout the sports world, the biggest news of Sunday was Daniil Hunter signing a modified one-year contract to stay with the Minnesota Vikings. We don't know all the details with how the cash flow works yet, but he was only scheduled to make a $4.9 million base salary, and now he's guaranteed $17 million in cash this, this year with... $20 million in max value. Big move. And there's a lot of different ways you can interpret this. So I'll start here. I'm going to present the facts. Then I'm going to give you my interpretation on them because they are two different things. He becomes a free agent in 2023. He gets $17 million in cash guaranteed this year. Max value of 20 million. So $3 million in incentives. The Vikings cannot franchise tag or transition tag him after the season. So if he does not have a contract with the Vikings at the start of free agency, he becomes a free agent. He also said after returning to practice today that 
he wants to be a Viking forever because he really? was asked about uh, his future with the team. And if he wants to stay here, he uh, answered Kevin Seifert. You can go check out. out. I wrote about it at Vikingswire.com. Uh, I will. Thankful, thankful to Judd Zelgad for uh, sending me um, the audio of the press conference because I unfortunately do not have that press pass yet. Still working on it. And <laughs> he explicitly said, I want to be a Viking forever. Now he gave some, you know, your normal stock canned answers, but some people, they just say words to say words. Others say them and they feel a lot more genuine. And when Daniel Hunter talks, I listen because he doesn't talk often. He, when he talks, I take it seriously and I believe him just because of how he presents himself as a speaker, as a person. And you can, there's just an inflection in his voice. You, Uh you, it feels real and genuine with him where a lot of people like you listen to Kevin O'Connell and Quasi Dofomensa speak. It's not that they're not genuine people. It's that their job is not to necessarily tell you straight to your face, a hundred percent what's going on all the time. They have to beat around the bush a little bit and you can read between the lines, but you also know kind of what you're getting with a head coach or general manager with players. It's different. And that's something to consider here as we bring in the legendary Judd Zulgad from score North and Vikingswire.com. Judd, thank you very much for jumping on here with this emergency show here, because we have the news that you and Darren Doogie Wolfson have been talking about at score North for some time, the potential of Dalton Risner coming and joining the Minnesota Vikings. And he is currently visiting right now, according to Mike list of nine sports. And if you don't know, Mike, he does a fantastic job of breaking news, especially when it comes to the Denver Broncos, which there's a lot yep. of time here. Um, you and I were talking before the show about this, and you had a very interesting anecdote about why you think Risner's coming in. Well, and I, I just looked this up to confirm, too. So Dalton Risner is a guard, but in particular for the Broncos throughout the course of his national football clerk. Uh, National Football League career, excuse me, guys. He is a left guard. He is not a right guard. And so this is clearly, I think, a move to either challenge or potentially, with a veteran, replace Ezra Cleveland, uh, not Ed Ingram. And just to be clear, before fans say, well, it's, I mean, it's a guard position. You can play left or, or right. I once was talking to a guard who had switched positions. And I said, what's that like exactly? And he said, spend the rest of the day writing with your non-dominant hand and you tell me. Um, so if this guy is a left guard by trade, that does not mean that he can easily flip. So like if, if fans are thinking Ingram gets replaced, I don't think so. Um, and the anecdote that I sent you is, you know, interior line play, offensive line especially, but interior line play across the board is sort of hard to assess at times because it's muddled. You know, if a tackle gets beat, a tackle gets beat, and it's just clear as day, crystal clear. If a guard gets beat, it could be on a stunt. It could be on a play where it was really the center's man, and but it looks like it was the guard's man. But I, I think, you know, Fans of the Vikings got a pretty good look at Ezra Cleveland's struggles in pass protection in the quarterback documentary on Netflix. It was, you know, Kirk Cousins, that whole thing with him taking a beating, uh, Tyler and Dave, and continuing to play last season, a lot of that was Ezra Cleveland picking Kirk back up and Kirk going, oh, ouch, you know? <laughs> and so so I like this move. I like this uh, competition. And 
you know, because Cleveland was what a second round pick. Now he's going into the final year of his contract. So he is a guy who, you know, if the Vikings have decided it's too risky or we don't think that he is going to hold up in pass protection. And, you know, keep in mind, too, I mean, this is a pass first team now. So if you doubt the ability and Ingram, Tyler, I'm with you. I think that they went through the growing pains because they think he's going to progress. Ezra Cleveland's not their guy. They didn't draft him. If you recall in college, he was a tackle. The Vikings moved him to guard. The old administration for this team has had a bad habit of moving tackles to guards. I don't know that that's a great idea. So I think this is incredibly interesting and juicy. I've seen uh, already tweets about, does this mean uh, that Cleveland gets traded if they sign Dalton Risner? Well, I've got this question. Could Ezra Cleveland be a surprise cut? You know what? He very well could be. And you and I have talked extensively about this, Judd. I think DJ Wanham could be a surprise cut because of his salary and his play does not necessarily warrant paying him nearly $3 million when you could pay Luigi Villane or the uh, less than a million. And that drop off is not going to be that significant. And if you look at where everything intersects, like on a map or like a graph, like it's, it's going to be at a point where you're not going to feel comfortable paying a guy three times as much money for a similar output. So I wouldn't be shocked. Cleveland, uh, did get some incentives this past season with the um, there. I can't remember the exact verbiage of how it's worded, but basically if you're around two through seven pick and you had certain snap milestones and pro yeah. bowl um, awards, then you get raises based off of that. Yes. So it's an incentive to help these young guys who just way outperform being a non first round pick and Cleveland hit a lot of those. So that's something to be aware of too. And, you could save $3 million on the cap and with having to, with just having to pay Daniil and now you're paying Jefferson and Hawkinson here down the line. You don't want all of your cap space for next year to go kablooey. You'd like to be able to have some of that to be able to figure out how to work with things next season. It's, it's not a crazy thought at this point. And I, I think that this definitely means because, you know, Dalton Risner has been on the market since March. Um, and he is right now, I think the best guard for sure left on the market. This means the Vikings have seen something in the first week plus of camp as well from Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I would think that they don't like, like you don't, you don't make this move on some type of whim of, well, we've started training camp. Now let's see if we can replace guys. Right. So something has happened, uh, where they clearly don't feel comfortable. It, It helps that the, uh, that the Vikings offensive line coach Chris Cooper comes from the Broncos knows Dalton Risner very well but I gotta think that they've seen something in this first week plus that they flat out don't like I look I I am the guy a year ago that said bring in Trotter at center I am all for if you can strengthen your interior line especially with a vet on a team that feels it can win now and there's no question the Vikings again uh, feel that with the components of this roster, they can win now. I would far rather replace a player now than be sitting there in October with Kirk Cousins on his butt or worse, this time with broken ribs, right? So mm-hmm. I think that this is proactive. I think it's smart. It might lead to nothing, but it definitely, if nothing else, again, Dalton Risner is a left guard. If nothing else, this is a wake-up call to Ezra Cleveland that if they don't sign him, he better get his act together 
because this is basically a vote of no confidence right now on how this coaching staff feels about the job Cleveland is doing. Because again, I think, you know, he might still be a little bit shaky. I think Ingram is safe. This team put a lot into him. Keep in mind, they drafted him. And I'll repeat, Ezra Cleveland flat out going in the last year of his contract is not their guy. He was Spielman's guy. And I think that somebody's seen something that they think can be improved upon. And if so, good for the Vikings. Absolutely. And one other thing to consider here, two things, Judd. One, I don't know if you're, how much you're aware of this, but Ed Ingram played more left guard at LSU than right guard. So be, being able to, if they wanted to put Risner over on the right side and move Ingram over to the left, because he's got more comfortability there, that's something to, to think about. And two, he does have a relationship with Chris Cooper. I know um, Doogie has spoken often about how close they are as people. He Cooper obviously coached him for three years in Denver. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this shakes out. And it's, it's not a mistake that they're trying to go after this. Judd, um, I know you've got a lot of work to do. I greatly appreciate you taking five minutes to jump on here with us. And right, no problem, guys. It's things. Are it's juicy. <laughs> it's juicy. I love. I love juicy and controversy in training camp. There's nothing like it. I'll talk. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, Dave. Bye, Tyler. See you tomorrow, Judd. Um. Yeah. Tomorrow. Sounds Tomorrow's good. another day of exciting practice. I'll see you at practice. Have a good day. All right. Sounds good, man. See you, buddy. See you. All right. Thank you very much to Judd for jumping on with that breaking news about wow. Dalton Risner. And yeah, look, I don't know if it's, it might be a little too early to talk about, hey, the Ezra Cleveland thing and him being cut, but it's not crazy. And the fact that this is a money ball approach from this front office and Moneyball isn't about, hey, we want to pay worse people. It's about the performance you're getting from your dollar. So if Dave and I are both uh, working in a restaurant, we're both cooks. I can cook up 30 steaks in an hour. Dave can cook up 20 steaks in an hour. But I cost $30 an hour and Dave costs 10 Dave is cooking up more steaks per dollar made than I am. So therefore, Dave is a better value than I am as a cook. And that's kind of the same approach that they're working with here. If Rizzer's going to give 80% of what Ezra Cleveland does, but costs like 60% less, that's a hell of a value. So that's the money ball style approach. It's not about trying to be cheap. It's about what is your dollar giving you? And it, it's you do that every single time you go to the grocery store. You compare name brands to generics and try to figure that out. So like, this is a really smart way of trying to approach the game of football. It's just different. And everybody's been doing these kinds of things, but it's brought out in a different light and talked about differently. And I think that's why Quasi Dopamensa has been scrutinized for it over the course of the last uh, 18 months that he's been at the helm. Um, And if you want more about the Moneyball approach, please go watch the movie with Brad Pitt. One of the best, if not the best sports movie ever made. And that'll be enough about Moneyball and Dalton Risner. The more we have, we are going to talk about this and it's going to be fun. Um, But Dave, we need to talk about a lot of this training camp stuff. We did. We already talked about Daniel Hunter. What? I just want to let the people know Risner and Cleveland 
if you basically reverse their pass blocking and run blocking grades, mm-hmm. that's what you get. You get a pass blocker that's scoring in the 70s with Risner, and you get a run blocker that's scoring in the 70s with Cleveland. And then the, they're weaker on the opposite. Risner's bet a little bit better at run blocking than Cleveland is at pass blocking. It would be an improvement for the passing game, which the Vikings are very, you know, high on. So I I find it interesting because he's probably going to come in. If he signs, it's going to be vet minimum or just a little bit more than that, which is he'll probably be less than the, you know, three million for for Cleveland. Yeah. But mm, interesting. Interesting, interesting. Absolutely interesting. And Gary, thank you very much for joining late. You're going to want to go listen to the first 20 minutes when you're done here with the show. Judd Zolgab made a surprise appearance, and we talked about the potential of signing Dalton Risner. So it's it, this is going to be a really good episode to go back and watch. Um, we haven't had this many people on in a long time. Thank you very much for joining us here. Look, the, here at Vikings First and Skull, things are just ramping up and getting better. You obviously know uh, that we are going to be here all throughout the season. And we are the best part about us. We're going to be consistent. We are going to be here. And if we're going to be, have to modify our times, you're going to know about it. Speaking of next week, the show might be a tad late. We will communicate it with you. I'm going to be at practice and it is an hour away from me. So depending on how quickly I get out and get home will depend on how quickly we can get the show out. And Dave and I will be in constant communication. So This show may get pushed back to 6.30 or 7 p.m. Central Time. Please be aware of that. We apologize for any inconvenience, but it's important that I get out there to practice so we can give you the best information possible about your Minnesota Vikings. And speaking of your Minnesota Vikings, training camp, Dave, today was first day of pads. First day of football. It's, It's not flag anymore. It is I'm going to smear you in the middle of the field. And apparently there was a play with Lewis Cena and Brian Osamoa just lighting a guy up, which oh, it gets my juices flowing. I remember love to see uh, that, but um, I want to see the highlights. I've been busy this afternoon. I want to I want to see the pads popping and oh, yeah. the tackles. Now, mind you, they're going to be full contact, but they're not going to be or try to be full take to the ground because they want to. They're thinking safety. But the first day, people come out and they fly. Tomorrow, they may feel it a little bit, and it's going to be interesting. But I would love to see, seeing pop, you know, pop somebody. That that'd be nice. He made a nice interception yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of where where we should go from here, Dave, because there's a lot to talk about. Where do you want to start? We can talk about... uh, You wanted to talk about this young man, Jaron Hall. All right. If you are new here, thank you very much for joining us. But I need to be very honest about this. I am the world's foremost Jaron Hall fan. And anything I say is within the context of, look, he's a fifth round pick. If he doesn't work out, he's a fifth round pick Uh, for being a fifth round pick. I have sky high expectations for the young man. And I think he can be a tremendous football player, possibly the quarterback of the future. 
But we also have to contextualize he's a fifth round pick and the likelihood of that working out is low. So with that being said, let's get into the hopium, baby, because there is a lot (laughs) to like about Jaron Hall. He got, he's going to get a lot of reps and uh, Judd uh, tweeted out earlier today. He looked a little lost in team drills. Look, it's day five of training camp practice. He's learning uh, the verbiage of an, a new offense. One that's similar to what he ran at BYU, but what he ran at BYU was a spread version of it. So you take the same concepts and you just uh, make them different. You run them out of different formations and they have different play call verbiage. It's like going to a McDonald's in Saudi Arabia and, in, and the, you know what a Big Mac is. But instead of the Big Mac being written in English, it's written in Arabic. And you don't necessarily know how to order the Big Mac because you have to learn a different language. And that's kind of what Jaron Hall is doing right now. And he'll figure it out. It's just going to take a little time and a little bit of to get that comfort so he can be able to get in a position where he can use that comfort and take advantage of the defense that's in front of him. So he made some really good throws. And what, the one thing I'm looking for, he threw an interception to Makai Blackman in practice yesterday. Receiver was open. Receiver ran the right route. Receiver looked good running the route. The throw was just a little high and it got picked. That That's something you can clean up. It's not a poor decision. Oh, as I've got two dogs running in here uh, playing. Um, <laughs> yep. Now, from being- what I'm hearing is the young man sometimes throws some great balls on target. Looks fantastic, and other times he's a little erratic, slightly off target, and sometimes a little lost, and that's to be expected with a rookie quarterback. I don't care what round you have got him. That's going to be expected, learning a new system and making the transition to the NFL. So. Mm -hmm. We should all there's there she is. He Claire. Hey, Claire. Hi, Claire. Sorry, uh, Odie was being a little turkey butt. And Gary, then, I want some. <laughs> ooh, Gary, Gary, I, I want you in the comments right now to talk about this lobster pizza. I'm mm. very intrigued as to how you went about it, and I want to know: Did you use that Angostino cheese? Like, I, I want to hear it because lobster pizza sounds great. But yeah. Uh, Hall is very intriguing, and I think because of Kirk Cousins and where he's at, he's not going to play in the preseason. If he plays at all, I'd be surprised, which means we're going to get a lot of Jaron Hall. And Judd did say, uh, he told me that it, Nick Mullins has not looked good. And it, Hall, in theory, Hall has an opportunity to take the job. I don't necessarily think he will, because I think they're going to really be ease him in. Be careful. There's a lot yeah. to get. Mentally, you know, you could have the physical attributes, but there's a lot to get mentally to step up and mm-hmm. be a primary backup. Yep. And it is, it's, it's objectively great. And uh, I'm trying to figure out where my other dog is. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're <laughs> Baby still would tag people. the round they're drafted in because if you look at the success chart, of where people are drafted, it's important. It's the 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 higher the round, the lower percentage chance a guy has of traditionally making it. There's exceptions to all rounds, including undrafted free agents. 
Oh but yeah, there's there for the most exception. part that graph, that ski slope is there for a reason. And it yeah, also yeah. limits your expectations. What you expect from a first rounder is a person to come in and start for mm-hmm. the most part. Second rounder you hope is getting started reps by the end of that first season. Third rounder you hope is contributing and eventually works up to be a possible starter two, three years down the road. Anything fourth round and below is gravy. Those guys you hope make the team and become special teamers. And if they make it beyond that level, you've got value. You've won. And so if a fifth round quarterback comes in and he stands out and Jaron Hall becomes the first one ever to become a franchise quarterback, that would be amazing. That's and why we it, tag him. Two things here. One, if Jaron Hall becomes a backup quarterback for four plus years, that's also a win. Mm-hmm. Like an inexpensive backup quarterback is phenomenal these days. You see guys getting eight to ten million dollars to be a backup. And uh, like that's I hate awesome. to interrupt, but Gary's giving Okay, so butter, pasta, chives, onions, sun-dried tomatoes, capers, and goat cheese. Sounds good. Goat cheese. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to remember that. So uh, hey, In Kuwait, big- they made their right. pizzas with goat cheese. It was good. No, no, I'm, I'm thinking the more the goat cheese lobster combo, not goat cheese mm. in general, if that makes sense. Okay, mm-hmm. so Paul, very excited about him. I'm ex- really excited to see him throw live, and it's going to be a really good time. Uh, we're going to ha- have a lot of fun. If you're at practice and you see me, well, I'm pretty easy to spot. Let's just be real here. Yeah, come on, say hi. Uh, we're going to have a good time, and Paul is going to have opportunities to show that he can thrive, and we'll see if he can. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Dave, Let's uh, let's move on here. Let's talk about cornerbacks. Um, Brian Flores obviously loves man cover corners, and we have a few of them. Here's the big thing with Brian Flores and his cornerbacks. He can work with anyone, Dave. He really can. And that's important here. Because it's important, he can do a little bit of everything, and you can work with slight guys. He can work with big guys. He can work with long guys, short arm guys. You name it, he can work with you and maximize you to the best of your ability. Okay, so the fact that we had Joan Williams being the nickel corner for the beginning of camp. Here's the thing. He has experience in the system. That doesn't mean he's necessarily the most like the best. But right now, he's probably the most qualified to be that nickel corner. And from all reports, he seems to be playing extremely well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, he does know the system. He's the only veteran on the team that does completely. Mm-hmm. And that helps. Yep. And and he's going to get to start early no matter what, while the young guys, Evans, Booth, Makai, um, all learn all that stuff. Eventually, hopefully they overtake him or he balls out. Either way, it's a good thing. Okay. So Gary does uh, update us on the goat cheese of the pizza. 
um, spoon drops throughout, but not covering. All right, sweet. So Williams obviously was that guy. We did see, and we talked about on this very show, Makai Blackman was the guy to um, be the nickel corner last year. And, or sorry, in minicamp, he was the nickel guy. So he got some of those reps at the end of practice today. Can we read anything into that? Not yet. Let's see a preseason game. Let's see the depth chart. First official depth chart come out. Let's see how things are rotated. Let's see how often Blackman keeps getting in there. Like there's so much that we just don't know. And we really don't know how Flores is going to operate this defense yet. All those matter. All those are a conversation in this realm. So we're going to figure it out. But I do think it's noteworthy that Booth has still not really been able to rotate in with the ones yet. That That's not a death sentence. He's coming off of a knee injury. He's working his way back. And I still have incredibly high hopes for Andrew Booth Jr. But if he it doesn't even really get rotated in the first few weeks of the season and he's healthy, I'd start to be worried about him on a long-term level, but we're not there yet. He's only at uh, his second training camp. And this is the first one he's going to be able to participate in full. That matters here. So we can also kind of transition to talk about um, other secondary mates. And that is Lewis scene. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. Laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lewis Seen had that great interception in practice on Saturday where Jalen Rager ran a hitch route and he jumped it. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. But at the end of the day, it's why he was able to do that. And that really boils down to Brian Flores. And I have to adjust the dog because she is panting and I got to let her paws exposed. So Flores allows, it does a great job disguising. And because he disguises, it gives people like seeing the ability to be able to make up ground. So if if Seen is on the field, you can trust him to be a few feet farther from uh, the spot he's got to get to because you can trust he can explode to get there. That's why he makes such a difference versus a guy like Cam Bynum because of that ability to plant his foot in the ground, explode forward, and make up space. It's a big deal. And if he can continue to do that, you're looking at a really good player who can be able to take this defense to another level because it's not just about like speed. It's about intelligence and he can read things really well. 
And then he's got the ability to react quickly by planting that foot and exploding. It's awesome. As I, as I reported on daily opener, I think it was Alec, uh, Alec Lewis that wrote a piece on why Hunter was important to um, Flores. But the whole piece talked about the creating the illusion of mm-hmm. chaos, right? And the Com- players that require for that are ones that can react quickly and suddenly, bam, you know, hit a hole and go. Lewis Seen is one of those players. If he gets down the defense, he has that ability to instantly engage, you know, his body. And Mm -hmm. that's what we want. And there we saw the puppy. Yeah. Sorry. I wanted to try and get a little bit. Dr. Proto made a point that we need a wider view. Well, it's a little hard. As you can see, (laughs) the floor of my office isn't exactly the most clean. I need to pick up a couple towels and I need to organize. I just uh, emptied out all of my like um, my dressers and donate a bunch of clothes because I just look, I got fat. I'm not going to fit into stuff I wore when I was 18 anymore. It's just kind of the fact of life. And I'm fine with that. But uh, we did a bunch of donations. We donate um, my best friend, uh, Tom, who probably will never watch this, um, has epilepsy and he's a in terms of people who have epilepsy, he's incredibly lucky, but we, uh, uh, we decided uh, we give our donations to the epilepsy foundation. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's why, why we ended up doing that. That's why my room looks like a disaster zone. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, look at at the end of the day here, I'm really excited for what scene can do, but the one interesting thing is here, scenes, not exactly a guy who, is uh, I need to level off this camera just a little bit. There we go. Um, he's not a guy that can play a true center field, Dave. He is somebody that you want in the box. You want to be able to explode downhill, and you want to be able to do a lot of those things. That's a big deal. Um, it, he has the ability and the talent to be able to play center field. He just isn't good at it in comparison to the other things that he does well. I'm intrigued, and I talked to Thor Nystrom on Purple Daily on Draft, uh, which you can find on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and podcast feed, or if you need a quick link, go to vikingswire.com. He talked about the fact that he doesn't think that um, Lewis Seen is a great center fielder, but he thinks that Seen will be the center fielder, which the whole conversation was interesting. Um, I think that he's going to... He also mentioned that he could be a great pass rusher, like Harrison Smith. Smith has like 17 sacks in his career for a safety. Dave, that's a lot. That is Mm -hmm. a lot of sacks. Um, But it's also a good thing when you have a safety who can rush the passer like that because it can give you a lot of different versatile looks. Oh, line up on the line of scrimmage because of a tight end. Nope, I'm just going to blitz through the B gap. And all of a sudden, your quarterback's going down. That kind of stuff matters here. And And that's what Flores does. Yeah, he's 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 going to make it as tough on that offensive line calling protection to account for everybody. It's it, they may see you know virtually ten men up in a box and they're like, "Oh shit, who's got who? Who are we blocking?" It looks like all of them are coming. Yep, 
and very much like Zimmer. Zimmer ran a very similar style, mm-hmm. and it would you'd faint. Some guys would rush. Some guys would whatever. There's keys that they're looking at. Whether they're the ones that go, I mean, it could be called ahead of time. But there's also a lot of keys depending on how the lineman looks, the offensive lineman looks when he lines up, puts his hand in the dirt. What all sorts of things give tells to the defense, and they're looking for those. And then if they can spot those, react, boom, gone, quarterback. You know, the greatest sound in the world if you play on defense, especially if you play on edge, is the air leaving a quarterback's lungs as you sack him to the ground. It's just, it's one of those lovely things. It just is. And that goes mm-hmm. for anybody that's blitzing. If you can do that, it's 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 an adrenaline rush beyond all get out. And we'll be cheering. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll answer this. Uh, Norcephius asked if we can get Thor on. I do a show with Thor every single week. Um, so that's, we may not bring him on only for that fact, because I do so much audio with him and it's easy to find us. Um, but we, I do have an aggressive plan to have a lot of guests to bring different perspectives here onto the show. And I think it's going to really help everybody get a better sense of the, all the matchups this year. So a little, little sneak preview for what we got planned here. But and Thor's I, been I wanna, on before, especially when we come up to draft time. Yes, Thor is a great friend of mine, and it's not like I don't love having him on. It's more so that we already do that show together, and it might be better to bring other people on that I don't get to talk to regularly versus somebody that I talk to all the time in the context of doing audio professionally. So we're going to talk about wide receiver here, and then we're going to get out of here because it's it's a beautiful day, and I have to teach Eclair how to walk. Um, I got to She's not used to the leash and harness yet. And we have a vet appointment on Wednesday. So we're going to do that. Uh, But let's talk about wide receiver. Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson. KJ Osborne has been working really hard. Jalen Naylor, a contact leg injury, Dave. So here's the thing with contact leg injuries. Probably just banged it against the corner, jumping for a ball. And probably probably a bruise. He'll be back. Um, I don't know if you practice today. I haven't seen anything, Mm -hmm. but I will say. He did not practice. No, from what I heard, he did not. Okay, so which tells me out. it's probably like a deep thigh bruise or deep calf bruise, mm-hmm. something like that, and they're painful, but they heal. That's just my yeah. educated assumption. Okay, so we're going to divert here. Charlie brings up something interesting. He asks if Flores can walk on water. Everyone is doing him a disservice. Uh, the Vikings are giving him dog water, and the media is telling fans he can turn into wine. The interior defense will be his downfall. Charlie, I understand the personnel is not phenomenal, but the di- the play calling difference between him and Ed Donatel is going to be so stark that that's why we believe that he's he's going to have more success with this unit than Ed Donatel did because he's going to give these guys opportunities to be successful. Donatel just said, go run this scheme and didn't care what the personnel was. Where Flores is going to modify whatever he calls to the personnel. And that alone will make the defense better regardless of personnel, same personnel, different play callers, Florida is going to make the team better. So that that's kind of what we're doing. Nobody's expecting this to be a top 10 defense. I would honestly be shocked if this was a top 10 defense. 
Um, I think if you get to 20, that's a massive win. I think the likely outcome is about eh, 24, 25. And if you get that kind of improvement with improvement on offense, this team can win 11, 12 games. Like that, you're not asking for him to turn water into wine. You're asking for him to put a, a packet of crystal light in water and call it grape juice. That's it. <laughs> you're, you're not asking for a ton. You're just asking for better. And he's going to be able to give you that. So I think it's, it's not extremes, but I will say you go onto social media, you will see fans talking extremes and talking certainties. And you have to be really careful of that. Um, if you don't want certainties, I highly recommend you go watch Vikings report with Drew and Ted. The only certainty you'll get is that you will laugh at something dumb that they say. And I mean that in the most endearing way. I love Drew and Ted. I say that because Ted is in the comments. Thanks for joining here tonight, my man. Um, and it's, you have to be careful because there's nothing certain. The one certainty, sorry, there's three certainties in life, death, taxes, and the Vikings let you down. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you you got to be careful when you hear anybody talking in real certainties because there just isn't. But the likelihood that Flores makes this defense better is pretty high just because Flores is that much better than Ed Donatel. So something to be aware of. Um, can Dave, can you hear Eclair panting in my lap? No. And this mic is good. She's like maybe a foot and a half from it and you can't mm-hmm. hear it. That's great. Um, so let's get to wide receiver uh, because I thought what Charlie brought up was a really good point. It's, it's more that we just knowing him, we expect him to just have improvements and improvements are important. So, Oh, Ted, you got to check out the beginning of the episode. We talked to Judd Zolgat for about 10 minutes about Risner. So I recommend you do that receiver. We talked about Jefferson, KJ Osborne, Jordan Addison's looked really good. He has looked the part great route runner ability to separate ability to take advantage of situations and uh, really step break away from cornerbacks. He went against Makai Blackman today, which he did all last season at USC Blackman got him, but he got him. And I thought the clip that they showed, it was, it was just, it looked like a simple slant route, but then once he got an open space, he set him up, planted his foot in the ground and got around him. That's the kind of stuff for Madison. I think is really exciting. Plus, that translates a lot into route running with your ability to break and explode in and out of cuts and do those kinds of things. I think that's uh, really necessary, and I'm very intrigued to see how that, that'll work out. But the one guy I want to talk about, Dave, somebody that we didn't think was going to make the roster, Jalen Rager. All reports are he's having a very good training camp. Yeah, I've I've seen those reports as well. I'm just as shocked. <clears throat> I remember a first another first round pick that used to, and he's looking great in training camp. And then he hit the field and stunk. Yeah, and it's he got here after training camp last year, and he didn't get that full install. And I think that really hurt his confidence. I think that hurt his ability. Um, yeah, yeah, Ted, everybody knows that you just need to take 494, 694 and ignore 94. That's, those are the smart ways to go. But with Rieger not having that training camp, I think really hurt. And now he's had a full year to really digest the playbook and understand work with a guy like Justin Jefferson, 
because he he was with Devonta Smith for one year, but learning from a rookie is like, that's not what veterans do. They're supposed to be the ones with the example. So I don't think he really took that uh, ability, but now he's learning from Jefferson. He's learning from Keaton and Cardell and seeing the work ethic that KJ Osborne puts in because Osborne, Jefferson and Rieger all from the same draft class. I think that is, that's helped him a lot. Plus you have Kevin O'Connell and I think he's learned from stuff like the Colts game. Maybe there's still hope for Rager to be okay. And I think that's that's something to look forward to. I don't know if he's going to be. This could just be a practice mirage because there are always some guys who are really good at practice and then stink on game day. So I'm not taking anything too seriously yet, but I do think that it's worth noting. Mm-hmm. And then Justin Jefferson reports are he's even better than last year. Especially no, with body control and in the air. He is turning heads even at camp. And we all saw the clip, or I saw the clip today, where he took a quick pass and just turned around one hand thump, and no other nobody else would have caught that. None. It was mm-hmm. the man is amazing. Now talking about wide receivers, as we know, Chris Carter was there yesterday at training mm-hmm. camp and or today or Saturday or whatever day it was. He talked not only to Justin Jefferson and he has a relationship with JJ. He also talked to Addison. So hopefully there was a nice discussion with the young Jordan Addison and we'll see. But I hope, I think he's hoping that JJ blows away his records and he's happy with it. That, you know, hey, if JJ becomes the greatest Vikings wide receiver ever, surpassing him and Moss, he'd be just loving it. I think that's good. Yeah. And I also think it was important for uh, Carter to talk to Addison because Addison had that uh, that speeding issue, which people are talking about in the chat. Well, we all know Carter. He was he was addicted to drugs and he got released from the Philadelphia Eagles. Dennis Green brings him in. And he turns his life around. And I think having the experience of being able to do that and turn your life around and kind of be like, hey, don't get in the positions I was. Learn, Understand what my mistakes were. Learn from them. And you're going to be better for it. And I, the fact that he had success in this town for this franchise, I think, makes a difference. As you see little Messy Claire right here, just hanging out, ready to, ready to go downstairs and relax on the couch again. She is excited. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of the deal. And wide receiver is going to be an interesting group. I'm f- very, very excited to see how everything shakes out. We'll see how it does. Um, but Dave, that that's the show. Um, not, a, not a whole lot else from training camp to truly report. Hi, sweet girl. Hey, the Dalton Arisner visiting is big. It's huge. Hopefully we'll have more news by tomorrow. That is... That one is huge. So, and that's yes, more. Absolutely. We're the first ones. We broke it on air. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie, I don't know who Rieger's been beating, but he's he's had like a couple double moves. And I think uh, a couple of his wins that I've seen have been in zone coverage, which it's zone. So it's it, unless you like really study the play, sometimes it's hard to determine who's at fault. But if Rieger's just figuring out his first round potential, that's good. And 
I'll take it. But that, that, like I said, that's our show. We'll be back Wednesday. Um, Dave will have the Vikings Daily Opener every day of the week. Um, we may try to get in a quick podcast tomorrow from TCO. We'll see how the logistics work there. Um, I don't. I I need to figure out. I don't know if I can bring like a backpack, um, so I can like. Take it may notes. be similar to stadium rules. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to um, figure that out and see what I can and can't do. But at the end of the day, we're going to be live at TCO tomorrow and Mm -hmm. we're going to have all kinds of coverage for you. And I'm going to have, I already have a write-up of today's practice on the, on vikingswire.com. I will be at the night practice on uh, Thursday as well. Look, we're going to be covering this team from every possible angle. And Lil Eclair right here is going to be the best mascot as Odie is just vibing on the floor. In the meantime, (laughs) Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe. We're over 800 subscribers, and we want to be at 1,000 by opening day. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help make things a lot better for us long-term. To be, <laughs> Dr. Proto, I can't snuggle Odie in the backpack. I think they'd find him. I don't <laughs> think he'd like being in the backpack. Uh, but this is... This is going to be a really fun season and we're looking forward to being able to take this thing to another level and bring you the best Vikings coverage around. With that being said, check out uh, our site at our, sorry, our page at fansforsports.com. From Dave, from Odie, from Eclair, I'm Tyler. The one thing we always say, Skull Vikings, baby. Skull Vikings! Like subscribe and ring the bell to get notifications it helps us grow this community that we all love our minnesota vikings and on behalf of tyler fornis and myself dave stefano thank you so dearly for watching the real forno show skull everyone Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Part of the Fans First Sports Network.